welcome to We'll Never Be Royals, the podcast where we talk about royal scandals. I'm LK and that's Rossi. Hey, mate. G'day. How's your shit? Look, it's pretty good. It's uh, Spring has sprung and it's a little bit uh, warmer than it has been. Well, good for you. Still can't go anywhere mm-hmm. though, can you? Nah, still locked in my house. Great. Any royal news? Because it's early where you are and I'm not sure if you've seen the royal news that I've seen. Oh, oh. now I don't want to go first in case my royal news is shit. <laughs> okay, I think this just happened in the last two hours, but it was announced that Harry and Meghan have signed a multi-million dollar Netflix deal and they will be both starring in and producing content exclusively with Netflix going forward. Wow, that's ex- that's uh, that is big news. I know, I know, just happened. So, uh, unclear how much money, unclear how long the deal is for, and already I've seen some infighting in comment sections about people saying, "Wait, didn't they leave the royal family because they wanted a more quiet life, and now they've signed a deal with Netflix?" I've seen other people saying, "Good on you, babes, have at it." So the saga continues. Wow. So does it allude to what kind of content, like humanitarian content or yes, they, ego? In the article that I read, they did say that all of the content will have um, social justice messaging. Okay. All right. But you know what's interesting is that Harry, didn't Harry have a content deal with Oprah and Oprah has a content deal with Apple TV+. Plus which is very different to Netflix, but the Obamas have Netflix, so maybe they're trying to copy that model and they're just flipping Oprah the bird. But based on the book that we just read, they're like best friends with Oprah, so I'm very confused. Yeah, no doubt they had lots of offers. Maybe they just took the best one. Well, it's going to make my royal news a bit lame, but um, Harry and Meghan, because they just bought that new house in Montecito, which is just near Santa Barbara in uh, California. Hmm. Los Angeles area, and apparently they are giving their new neighbours the shits. Yes. I want to know everything. Oh, well, look, this town, a lot of famous people live there. Like I think Alan DeGeneres lives there or has a house there, and um, it's like famous for no paparazzi, but since Harry and Megs have arrived, they don't care. The paps are there, the tourists are coming, and, um, yeah, the neighbours are just filthy about it. Well, that's hardly their, it's hardly Harry and Meghan's fault though, right? They can't help it that they're so alluring that the press don't give a fuck about any unwritten rule. <laughs> that's true. But um, I don't know. Would you want to live in a town where everyone hated you? Like the locals, you come there for a normal life and then the locals hate you? I, I, <laughs> I, don't, know. I don't know how long it's going to last for them. Oh, originally they were living in LA, but allegedly Harry hated it. Why? Oh, because it's LA. It is pretty shit if you're not. Well, I was just going to say it's really shit if you're not rich, but he is really rich. You know, Harry's probably lived a very quiet life, really. Yeah. Yeah. He's either living in the palace or somewhere in the country, so for him to go to LA, you know. Um, I have one more bit of royal news that's not related to the British family. Go on. Okay, um, Fred from Denmark, my favourite Fred. Love him. Love him. Oh, also saw a news article this week because it's been 20 years since um, 
Fred and Mary met at the Olympics. Oh, my God. Yeah. 20 years together of that romance. Iconic, like truly. Mm. Mm. Um, anyway, his mum, Queen Marguerite, <laughs> that's definitely <laughs> not how you say that, um, she is the only person in the world in 2020 set to get a pay rise. <laughs> Hear ye, hear ye, announcing the Yamoto dynasty of the Imperial Family of Japan. Speaking of forever reigns, how's that for a segue? Amazing. Ready to go on a trip, mate? I'm so ready to go on a trip because I've been stuck in my house for five months. (laughs) Well, today we are exploring the and oh, but BT Dubs, I'm going to butcher every pronunciation and I'm very, very sorry. Um, okay. But we are exploring the Yamato dynasty from the Imperial House of Japan. Excellent. I don't know very much about them except that one of the monarchs was old as balls when he died. Oh, I didn't come across that. Oh. Isn't there like studies that Japanese people live a really long time? Yeah, because, I don't know, there's something in that, um, in the rice, that's what they put in, um, you know, that skincare range, SK2, they put that in that because it makes your skin go amazing because that's what Japanese people consume all day, every day. Huh, like the vinegar shit? Nah, it's like, um, I don't know, like they discovered it because the women that were making something out of rice, their hands were beautiful. And so then they were like, oh, this is amazing. Why don't we, like, make this shit into a skincare range and then people could have beautiful faces. Bloody great. Yeah. So, mate, the reason you don't know much about the Japanese royal family is because there's basically a media blackout on them. Really? Yeah. It's not – it's unwritten, but the Japanese press are very, very – they give them a very, very wide berth. When I picked Japan, I was trying to one-up you because I thought Japan will be really juicy because it's Japan and there's such a rich cultural history and it's so distinct. And I was like, yes. But there actually isn't that much information and it's because nobody knows anything about them because they're not really allowed to. It's weird. Oh. So the Japanese monarchy – is the oldest continual hereditary monarchy in the world. Wow. And they can trace back the first monarch, which is a descendant of the one we have now, Mm -hmm. the 11th of February, 660 BC. Wow, they even have the day. Yeah. Yeah, very good at paperwork. They were good at paperwork before even paper. That's how good they were. Yeah. So that's... um, that's a lot of pressure, actually. Mm. It's quite baffling that they didn't overtake America as the world's largest economy. Well, there's that sneaky thing called World War Two, actually, that gets in the way. Oh, mm. right. I thought it was after that, though. I thought it was like in the 90s they were like coming up. Yeah, I think, and I'm going to butcher this, but what I remember from Year 11 International Studies is that um, so the Japanese had to surrender in World War II and the Japanese didn't 
like they weren't punished as much as the Germans were who also surrendered. Like the Germans went through massive amounts of economic hardship and it took years and years and years and years and years to build back up and they had to deal with the Berlin Wall and all this shit. And the Japanese didn't for two reasons. One is they said, okay, we're not going to have an offensive army like we're only going to have a defense force so we're never going to have an army again that can go and invade other places that was one of the conditions Uh and the second one was that so the emperor of japan has always been seen as a demigod like someone who is literally of the gods so it's more than a monarch it's like a religious figure and when they surrendered in world war ii the other condition was that the emperor had to renounce any connection to any divinity really yeah and and other than those two conditions i mean there were there were some trials and stuff and people got hanged and you know there were individuals who paid a really heavy price for war crimes in world war ii but the nation as a whole didn't really have to suffer as much as germany did because they said those two things they said we're not going to have an army that attacks people and the emperor is going to say that he has no connection to a divine being Wow, and you remember all that from Year 11 International Studies? Yeah, well, I was reminded of it when I did my research yesterday. But, yeah, so so someone might want to fact-check that, but that's what I remember. Wow, okay. Yeah. Anything, anything to say to that, Matt? I don't, want to, I don't want to talk over the top of you, but I, I'm, I'm ready to go into these individual family members. No, that was, I think, excellent background and uh, a, a good start. I'm looking forward to finding out how the emperor can be so prominent yet no one knows anything about him. So they have names. Like this guy's name is Nuruhito, but he's never referred to by his name. He's only ever referred to by everyone as either emperor or his majesty. So no one actually uses his name. They just say Oh, that's that's super convenient for you. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> so Current emperor was born in 1960 and got married in 1993 to a lady called Masako. And then he became emperor in May of last year when his father abdicated to have what do they like to have, mate? Oh, a sit down. He had a sit down, yep. Um, so what we know about him is that he's the only monarch in the world to have the highest title of emperor. There's no other emperor in the world. Okay, cool. Um, when he was 14, he completed a homestay in Melbourne, Australia. Oh. Yeah. So good for him. No details. No idea, like, where he played with. And then he once studied at Oxford and he was... He was amazed when he met the Queen that she poured her own tea and handed her own sandwiches because he never, like, touches his own food. So he was just like, oh, my God, there's a head of a country that pours her own tea. What the fuck is happening? Really? Yeah. Which wow. What about what his life must be. <laughs> so he's one of those um emperors that sit in a chair and literally have people feed him grapes i think he might be but we don't know yeah okay yeah so he married this woman masako in 1993 like i said she's the daughter of a diplomat and 
When they announced their engagement, the family weren't into it because apparently her grandpa did some shady shit with putting toxic waste somewhere he shouldn't have. But then they got over it. Okay. Yep. And then um, they announced their first pregnancy in December of 1999, but then they had a miscarriage, which is like a late-stage miscarriage, which is very dead. That's sad. I know. Um, But then they had a daughter in 2002, and since she had the daughter, she has remained, I'm reading now, she has remained largely out of the public eye, reportedly due to emotional disorders, which many speculate are caused by the pressure to produce a male heir and adjusting to life in the imperial family. Um, She was diagnosed with an adjustment disorder and was reportedly seeking treatment. So I think for years they said, because they were married for eight years before they got pregnant the first time. And the whole time they were like, yeah, we're going to have a baby boy. We're going to do it. We're going to do it. We're going to do it. And then they had the miscarriage and then they had a girl. And I assume that the pressure to have a boy is a lot. Yeah. I mean, yeah. If that's the only thing you really have to do with your life and you can't do it, yikes. Yeah. Yeah. It's not even your fault that you can't do it. I know, right? Like, what are you meant to do? Um, but they do have this daughter, which presents an interesting conundrum. So the they don't have the girl rule in Japan. So the throne follows the male heir. So they have this daughter in 2001. In 2010, um, she was withdrawn from school because she was being bullied, and so she's been homeschooled ever since, which is really Oh, that's awful. I know, I know. In 2005, when she was three, when they sort of started to realise that the emperor might not have another heir, like this daughter might be it, so what were they going to do about it? And they had a panel of people put together and they were like, okay, well, we've had female empresses before that are basically, um, they're like the stopgap if there is no in-between male heirs. The emperor has had, say, a daughter and then 20 years later had a son, the empress, mm-hmm. the daughter, could take over and, like, keep the spot warm for the boy. But as soon as a male heir was ready, they take it from the female and run with it. Okay, got it. And so there was this government panel put together in 2005. They're like, oh, what the fuck, what should we do? And they were very, very close to changing the rule to the way it is in the UK where a female can just – is the same as a male and they can just Mm -hmm. inherit everything as a male would. They're really, really close to it. And then in February of 2006, the emperor's brother had his third child and it was a boy. So they stopped, they scrapped all plans and just said, this boy will be there. The end. Wow. Yeah. Which is really sad. I feel bad for Princess Toshi or Toshi or Toshi. Here's the trick to Japanese names. You've got to, you definitely might have to edit this bit out. You know when you karyaji chicken, you've got to say it like karyaji, like that. That's how you say karyaji chicken. So just get that rhythm into your mouth and then say all the names like that. And do I have to say it like I'm a little bit shy? Because you sound a little bit shy when you say it. It's like you don't, you just like skip over all the R's and all the things that make it sound like it should so it's just like karate <laughs> <laughs> oh my god it's awful 
Um, please edit that out. The guy that was emperor, but then yep. we sit down. Um, in 1957, he met this woman called Mashiko uh, on a tennis court in Nagano, and um, they. Mashiko. Yeah, yeah. Well done. Well done. Um, so they fell in love, but she was a commoner and no one in the Japanese royal family had ever married a commoner. So they were sort of holding on the sly. Yes, I, rem- I, I remember this story now. Okay, good. Well, then you can add to it. So, no, 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 that's it. That's all I know. <laughs> so it's 1957. They're in love. The royal house are like, fuck, he's fallen in love with this commoner. What the fuck are we going to do? So they... Gave her this fellowship and shipped her off to Belgium. And so she was just in Belgium. And then the emperor was like, how am I going to get to this woman in Belgium? So he wrote the Belgian king and was like, hey, my girlfriend who I'm not allowed to marry is in Belgium and I really want to see her. And so the Belgian king became their, like, helper. And eventually he wrote to the, like, the current what was the current emperor of Japan, this guy's dad, and was like, hey, I'm the king of Belgium. I know you have this rule, but these two kids really love each other, so could you please make an exception? And so they got married, and that was the first time ever since 660 BC that a member of the Japanese royal family married a commoner, and they still love each other today. Oh, that's really nice. Isn't that? Isn't that a... An adorable story. Adorable. And also because isn't that Belgium King, isn't he the one that had the love child and denied it for years? Yep, 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 yep. Turns out he's a romantic. Oh, yeah. Wow, maybe that really touched him. I know. Also what might have played into it was um, not only was this woman a commoner, but she was also a Roman Catholic. and In Japan? In Japan. And that complicated things too. So she's still like a kind of a quiet Catholic, the former, I don't know what her title is, former Lady Empress of Japan. Wow, bloody hell. I know. And, look, I was expe- like I said, I was expecting it to be really, really juicy, but that's basically all we know. Um, the princess, the one who isn't going to get the throne because her uncle had a boy, she is now 19, but, like, there's no photos of her fucking around like nobody knows anything about her except that she was bullied at school like that's it wow yeah that's amazing that they can stick to that I know it's I mean it probably makes their lives a whole lot more fun but it's less interesting for us (laughs) so much less interesting (laughs) and for our listeners how dare they I mean even though they've renounced renounced denounced renounced demigod status the the people of japan probably still take that into account so that's why they don't get hassled yeah because the only reason they denounced it was because some american dickhead told them they had to or they'd get nuked again i imagine oh god who was that dickhead president oh bloody no i've got no fucking idea Nixon, let's just blame him for everything. No, I think he's a bit later, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mate, who's one that hung out with Churchill? Oh, I don't know. 
It was, oh, Dwight Eisenhower. Have you ever been to Japan? No, I've never been. I'd love to go. Oh, mate, let's go just for the Kit Kats. What do you mean? Oh, apparently they have like amazing Kit Kats in Japan, like all kinds of flavors, like anything you could ever imagine. It's in a Kit Kat. Really? Yeah. Like for reals. Well, the other day I had a honeycomb Kit Kat and it's my new favorite thing. So that'll be hard to beat, but okay. Wow. Did it taste like a crunchy but better? Yeah, it was really good Like because the honeycomb was just like snuck in the wafer biscuit. Mm. You know what they don't do in America is a good bit of honeycomb. Someone should get on that. Well, they're just all their chocolate-related things are not good. No, no, they're not. Anyway, that's also a separate podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what else? Um, I think that's it. I think we just do thanks for listening. Okay. Thanks for listening. <laughs> See you all of a sudden. <laughs> Bye. G'day, LK. Hey, girl. How are you travelling? I'm a bit bored in ISO. I'm thinking of shaving off my eyebrows and starting again. Same. Except I have really good eyebrows. You know what we should do? What, mate? We should both shave our eyebrows and see whose will grow back the quickest. What a ripper idea. But we've already got our hands full with the pod, the Facebook, the Instagram and the website, alkaneandrossi.com. Yeah, okay. How about we start a new social media platform of our very own? We'll call it Rossigram. Righto, mate. Let's whack it on the Trello board. Actually, I've got to go shave my eyebrows. See you all of a sudden.